the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi there, and welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno. Well, today we continue our journey through 1 Corinthians. We've only made it through the first half of chapter 1, and already we are dealing with water baptism. Just exactly why and and what water baptism is and what God has commanded is the subject of our time today here on Study Verse by Verse. As we begin, we do so with a quick look at the Great Commission. It's found here in Matthew 28. And within this Great Commission is the command to go out and baptize. We catch up with Pastor Leighton Sheely right there with an explanation of what Jesus is doing in this Great Commission. Here's Pastor Leighton and today's study verse by verse. Jesus is commanding those of us who are already believers to baptize those who want to make a profession of faith in Jesus Christ. And uh, I've pondered about it, and I I think I understand why Jesus did this. Let's take, for instance, the story of Sosthenes. Can you imagine if Sosthenes, after he had done those terrible things to the Christians, had come to a realization that Jesus was indeed the Messiah? And, and so he had come to a faith in Jesus, and he wanted to be baptized to make a public profession of that faith in Jesus. And so he goes to the Christian church. He knocks on the door. He tells them, I have become a believer in Jesus Christ. I want to be baptized. And they were to say to him, we don't like the likes of you. We don't want you around. We don't want to be associated with you. We don't want you associated with Jesus. And, it, and the Christian church would have become an exclusive club. You had to have somebody inside to get you inside of the church. And Jesus said, no, we're not going to have an exclusive club. When somebody comes and they say, I have believed in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I want to be baptized so I can make a profession of that faith to the world. We can't be selective in who we're going to allow. We are commanded to baptize them. A third reason is because the apostles commanded that we be baptized. Peter, in his sermon in Acts chapter 2, said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off. That would be us, the other side of the world 2,000 years later. For all whom the Lord our God will call. And so the apostles tell us and command us to repent and to be baptized. And when we are baptized, it is yet another demonstration that we really are a believer. Because 1 John 2, 3 says, We know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. And if we are commanded to be baptized and we obey his commands then we know that we have come to know him. Now, baptism does not make you a believer. 
It shows that you already believe. And baptism doesn't save you. Although there are some, teach, uh, some churches that teach that. Baptism doesn't save you. Only your faith in Jesus Christ does that. As an illustration, remember the repentant thief on the cross next to Jesus? Somehow or other, as he was hanging on that cross, that thief came to the realization that Jesus Christ was the Messiah and asked the Lord to remember him. And Jesus promised that this day he would be with him in paradise. Now, there's no indication in the scripture uh, that he came down off that cross and was baptized. And yet, Jesus Christ promised that he would be in paradise. So baptism is not required for salvation. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, It is by grace you have been saved through faith. It is the gift of God, not by works, even the work of salvation, so that no, or the work of, of, of baptisms, so that no one can boast. Now, why be baptized by immersion? Well, for one thing, we follow Jesus' example, and that's the way that he was baptized. It says in Matthew 3.16 that he came up out of the water, which meant that he went down in the water. And then if we were to look through uh, the book of Acts, we would find that every baptism in the New Testament was by immersion. Now, there are times when, when immersion is not feasible, such as in the case of when there's a physical limitation or perhaps a traumatic experience that has left someone fearful of immersion. And there have been times in Church of the Highlands history when a person wants to make a public profession of their faith in Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is their owner, and they've been sprinkled. And the purpose of such an expression is not intended by any means to be an act of rebellion against biblical example. The purpose of such an expression is to provide a person who has some limitation the opportunity to publicly profess their faith in Jesus Christ. Some have said, well, who should be baptized? And the scriptures are very clear that every believer should be baptized. Acts 2.41 said those who believed and accepted his message were baptized. Acts 8.12 says when they believed Philip as he preached the good news in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized. Everyone who's believed in Jesus Christ were baptized. Now, some have asked, well, what about children who believe in Jesus Christ? Well, um, I was baptized at the age of seven. And what we do here at the Church of the Highlands is we will talk with a child that wants to make a, uh, a baptism and find out if they really understand what it is that they're doing. And, and uh, I was baptized at the age of seven. I'm about 50 now. I know a little more than I did at the age of seven. And uh, it's not a matter of how much you know. It's that you understand the fundamentals of what it is that you're doing and why you're doing uh, how about the question, when should I be baptized? You know, there are people in this church and other churches that have made a profession of faith, come to the realization of, of Jesus Christ and made a profession of faith and have never been baptized. They sit in a pew week after week, month after month, sometimes year after year, they've never been baptized. But you, when you look through the book of Acts, you find out that baptism happened immediately when somebody made a profession of faith. For instance, Acts 2.41 says those, those who believed were baptized that day. 
you remember the, uh, the prison jailer who made a profession of faith? He and his household were baptized in the middle of the night. They were immediately baptized after they'd made a profession of faith. And so we should not delay in being baptized. Some people want to delay because uh, they're work- waiting until they feel good enough about themselves. Well, let me tell you how this works. The closer you get to God, the more aware you are of the sin in your life. And the less good you feel about yourself. Okay. So if you're feeling really good about yourself, something's wrong. That's the way it works. If you wait until you feel good about yourself, it, it's not going to happen. Now, somebody might ask, well, if we're supposed to be baptized immediately, why does Church of the Highlands provide two classes and two weeks before we can be baptized? And that's a good question. And the answer to that question is because when these people were baptized, as written for us in the New Testament at the time, people knew what being baptized was all about. It was a cultural thing. It wasn't exclusive to Christianity, and people knew what it meant to be baptized. But the generation that that is today, they they say that, well, uh, it, it means something, and it's something Christians do, and you're supposed to do it, so let's do it and get it done with. And they don't really understand what it's about. And so when we baptize someone here, we want them to know what it is that they're doing, uh, that they're being baptized into, into Christ. Somebody asked, well, is it okay for our family to be baptized together? And the answer to that is yes. If, if everyone comes to a knowledge of Lord as, uh, Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior around the same time, that's fine. But it wouldn't be fair for someone to um, say, a spouse, to say, I'm not going to be baptized until my spouse becomes a believer. Because that's, that can be a form of manipulation. And, and so that should, that should not be uh, used. There was a question uh, that somebody asked, um, do I have to be a member to be baptized. And there are some churches that require membership for baptism, not a church of the highlands, because we understand and distinguish the two things. When we are baptized, we are baptized into the body of Christ. When we come into church membership, we choose to be affiliated with this particular church in this particular place at this particular time, which is a part of Christ's body. So you see the difference between the two. In fact, it's very important for us to be aware Uh, beware of any church organization where they make any claims of exclusiveness on baptism. There are some churches that make an exclusive claim saying that if you haven't been baptized in our church, you're not going to heaven. And uh, there's a church that's in our area here that's been very active. They've only been around for a few decades. They are totally convinced of that. They had lured in one of our church members a while back, and I had to sit down with the church member and talk with them. And I said, now, if I understand right, your church believes, this church that you're looking at believes that unless you're baptized in that church, you can't go to heaven. That's right. Okay? And you get that from the Bible. Yeah, that's right. From the writings of, from the writings of Paul. Say, how long has your church been around? About 30 years, 40 years. I said, was Paul in your church? No. Well, then he wasn't baptized in your church then he wasn't saved. So why are you reading the, the words of Paul to justify an exclusive power of baptism in your church? You see the disconnects that happen? There's a distinction between being baptized, which is being baptized into Christ, 
and membership, which is becoming a member of a local church family. Now, this, we are called as a church uh, by the Great Commission to go and to make disciples of all nations, baptize them, and to teach them. And that word go means to be proactive. It means to uh, find a way to reach out to people and present the gospel. Amen? Let's, let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word and the clarity that it provides us. Thank you, Lord, that we can be baptized into you, that we have been bought and that the price has been paid in full, that you have taken our sin and its judgment upon you on Calvary's cross. Oh, Lord, you are good. You are great, and you are greatly to be praised. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for us and continue to do. May we bring honor and glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. This has been Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno. To review today's broadcast, get a bit more insight into who we are and what Church of the Highlands is all about, we invite you to visit our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. And then come back and join us tomorrow as we close the week out again here in 1 Corinthians, looking at the church of God. Until then, God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.